places that I've never been Seeing things that I may never see again I can't wait to get on the road again Hey everybody and welcome to the Where's Willie podcast. Join me, William Miller, as I travel the country talking to manufacturers of all types about their trials, tribulations, and triumphs in the industry. This show is brought to you by Koganay International America, Inc. Welcome to the Where's Willie podcast, a national manufacturing podcast sponsored by Koganay International America, Inc., a global manufacturer of more than 512,000 components that help miniaturize every device, machine, robotic, and automated process in every industry sector of manufacturing. Today on the Where's Willie podcast, my virtual travels take me to Harriman, Utah, to talk to the legendary Jake Ricks, director of marketing for the greatest company in the world, Bullfrog Spas. Jake Ricks is the director of marketing at Bullfrog Spas. He has a background in digital marketing, as well as the marketing and operations of hospitality businesses, having overseen some of the most iconic boutique lodges in the Western United States. Jake is an avid fly fisher, and he spent several years on the competitive fly fishing circuits and owned and or operated guide and outfitter operations. Jake continues to enjoy his time outdoors, especially time on the water with his family or friends, as well as time in the hills with his trusty English setter. He graduated from Utah Valley University with a bachelor's in English and literary studies. Jake has been published in a variety of publications with topics that include the pool and spa industry, outdoors, digital, and content marketing. Jake, I want to welcome you to the Where's Willie podcast. Yeah, thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. All right, so I set every podcast up the same way for the context of the listeners. I became the proud owner of a Bullfrog X7L series, which I believe still to this day is the Cadillac of spas. Since that time and becoming a huge fan of Bullfrog, I think that I contacted you on LinkedIn 4,000 times begging for you to be on the podcast because, number one, I think your product is incredible. Two, what's been really humbling is to see your market share growth, especially you know since we've started talking and connected offline. So really, just to get started, for everybody in North America... The two people that don't know about the number one spa in the world, which is Bullfrog Spas, can you please tell the listeners who is Bullfrog Spas? Yeah, yeah, we're happy to. I really appreciate you reaching out. Uh, I apologize for taking 4,000 uh, tries to get a hold of me. Sometimes it does. I mean, maybe not 4,000, but yeah, <laughs> sometimes. Bullfrog Spas, I guess, technically could be considered number one in a few things. Um, we may not be the largest, but we're definitely, that's that's our goal and our aim. And it's a company that was founded in 1996, so it's been around for quite a while now. But really, we kind of hit our stride over about the last eight years and have been experiencing double-digit, at least, year-over-year uh, -year growth for that period of time. And... We could hit triple-digit growth this year, but that has that has a lot more to do with what's going on in the world than it does market share. But but yeah, we are the fastest-growing manufacturer of premium hot tubs in the world. We do most of our product lines do tend toward a little bit more toward the premium side of hot tubs. Uh, we focus primarily on portable spas, and then you know we kind of pride ourselves on on innovation and. So our spas uh, feature a lot of technologies that, that are proprietary and unique to us and patented and 
that makes our products quite a bit different from your conventional hot tubs out there. Sure. And, you know, you bring up a good point and all joking aside. So, again, I am the owner, the proud owner of a Bullfrog X7L and I purchased mine through Watson's. So, Mm -hmm. you know, we'll talk a little bit about your channel to market, but you know, Watson's is the local store here in Kalamazoo, Michigan, where I did purchase the uh, tub and the purpose and the reason why I sold was the product differentiation that the sales staff did a great job of explaining to me clearly, because for again, you know, you and I, were not that well connected, but you know, former football guy, a little bit of gray matter upstairs. So I like things simplified (laughs) and they did an excellent job to explain what makes your product unique and that's really what appealed to me so if you can speak a little bit to for example the jetpack therapy system the ease of the water and then some other unique advantages that i recognized as a consumer that bought the tub one of the real keys to us is is getting very involved in the user experience of our products it's easy to consider a a hot tub kind of kind of a box of water with a few jets but we take a a lot more in-depth look at it uh, looking at how people actually use our products and so that's kind of led us to several different technologies and innovations like you mentioned the biggest and, and the one that we've kind of hung our hat on for a long time at this company is the Jetpack Therapy System. And and that's a system of modular jetted seatbacks that uh, can be moved from seat to seat in your spa, which makes it so that when you purchase your spa, first off, you can customize it to with whatever massages you, you like and prefer. Mm-hmm. And then in addition to that, it has a, it has a bunch of other benefits uh, where it actually removes most of the plumbing from the back of the spawn puts it in a puts it in the back of the jetpack itself in a module there what that does is it keeps most of the plumbing on the actually inside of the water which has a tendency to increase energy efficiency which is really important to us in addition by eliminating uh so much of the the plumbing we can get a lot more performance and power out of our pumps and so uh you you actually feel a stronger massage you don't need to shut off half of the spa in order to use the other half. You can use all the seats at the same time. Our plumbing is so much more efficient and so much more powerful. In addition to getting a fully customized spa that's powerful and energy efficient, you also, with Jetpack technology, can move those jetpacks into the seat that fits you best. Mm-hmm. So not everybody is is the same size, obviously. and some people will find it more comfortable to sit in a more shallow seat. Uh, some people like a more reclined seat. Some people like a more upright seat. And with the Jetpack Therapy System, it allows you to take the massage that you that feels the best to you and put it in the seat that fits you best. And you can do that at any time. You can move them around at any time. They're completely modular, which is it's a really pretty cool system. So, Yeah, and, and again, I, I cannot reiterate. I mean, I'm not a brand ambassador for Bullfrog. I'm just a very extremely happy customer. And I think the other <laughs> thing, too, and we don't need to get long on the tooth because I think people can learn this on their own, but I'm not a chemist or uh, do I have any interest to do so in balancing water chemistry and pH, but you guys have really simplified the filtration process and managing you know, the clarity of the water, which makes folks like me very, very happy. Now, you know, one of the things that I did too that I got a little bit of frustrated, and I think I'm even going to zoom in here. We're going to straighten it up. We're going to kick it up a notch. I want to pick on you a little bit. So I, when I contacted you, I was bragging. I go, hey, 
I've got the X7L, the Cadillac, the pre, the best there is. And then you say, oh, well, we have the new M-Series line. So maybe in the course of getting this podcast done, we can work out some kind of a swap. I'm just kidding. But can you, for all the listeners, for all the guests, it's always important to talk about new innovations that come out through engineering and manufacturing. What is unique about this new M-Series line that Bullfrog just released? appreciate you bringing it up. The M-Series line is just, it's kind of like our... It's the pinnacle of hot tubs. It's the best thing we've ever produced. And we feel like it's the best thing that's ever been produced in portable spas. And one of the reasons for that is that we've taken all of the technology that we've been developing over the years. So the jetpack therapy system, a simplified water care, like you, you mentioned, and added a few additional technologies, like a simplified actually filtration system for about forever. Hot tubs, for some reason, have had kind of a round filter that has a lot of plastic in it and is actually fairly expensive to change every time you need to change your filters. And and we were able to design and develop a, a new filtration system that uses just a flat sheet of filtration media. We call it the Simplicity Filtration System. Um, it makes it a lot less expensive to change out your filters so that you can actually do it more often and just further increases your ability to, to maintain a clean and and clear spa water. But probably the most impressive and unique thing about the M-Series is it's just seating design. We took a long, hard look at how people actually use hot tubs. And and what we found out in watching people use hot tubs, it wasn't creepy. Like, it wasn't like us. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, creeping on people and watching them in their hot tubs. But but getting um, feedback and voice of the customer. But yeah, when, when, when we did a lot of that research, we saw that people don't always sit perfectly in the pre-designated seat. Right. Uh, the way that you might do it in a showroom, you know, when you're testing one, you, yeah. you think, oh, I'm going to sit here in the seat. People sit sideways. People sit diagonal. People sit in all different areas. They sit in different ways. And so we designed that into the M-Series so that it is it has a completely just versatile seating arrangement. So seats at every level, all the way from very shallow to very deep, so that people can go enjoy their hot tub with their kids. Hot tubs have never really been designed for kids, and we just made it possible so that a family can go out and and there's a seat for every single person, no matter what size they are, all the way from fairly young to somebody who's really quite tall. Yeah. And then they can sit in all kinds of different directions and, and it just makes it a super user friendly arrangement of seating. And then we put therapy in all that seating. So it used to be that for a long time hot tubs have had what in the industry we call cool down seats. Yeah. You know, and it's just that shallow seat you sit in when you get too hot sitting in the, the deep water for a long time. Those seats have never had really good therapy, and we've put that into the M-Series so that somebody sitting in a little more shallow seat now gets good jetting, and, and it's actually a really good, enjoyable experience, even if even if all you want to do is sit in that shallow seat. That might be your best and favorite place to sit. So super flexible, super versatile layouts of seating, in addition to all the other stuff that we've developed over the years. And Jake, honestly, I have to give you a lot of credit for your leadership and just the messaging, right? Because I'm obviously in marketing with Kogane and we are really embracing the user experience and the engineers that we work with. And I think, you know, again, since we first connected and talking, you know, before, you know, getting you now on the podcast, 
that's probably been the one thing that I think has been evident and probably the reason why innovation and then messaging of getting the word out of advancing what a hot tub or spa can do. That's probably why in March of this year, you guys moved to a new facility. <laughs> so can you kind of talk about that too, yeah. just the transition and what what was the goal of going to a new facility? Was it just because of size expansion? And can you guys just talk a little bit about you know that as well? First, I really appreciate the compliment. Thank you. <laughs> and we work really hard to try to kind of share the, the specific benefits of our products. But yeah, like I mentioned earlier, we've been growing at least double digits year over year for about eight years in a row, which has outpaced our industry uh, quite considerably. The hot tub industry's grown somewhere more in the five to to seven or eight percent range year, mm-hmm. year over year, most years. You know, that growth has just put us in a position where we were bursting at the seams in our, in our former facility. And so uh, the facility we've moved into now is about three times the size wow. of, of our former facility, which we kept and we're using for prototype manufacturing and different uh, special project kind of manufacturing in our older facility. But yeah, we moved, I think, March 20th, I think it was the date, which could not have been a weirder time to move I'm, I'm uh, sure. your, your entire uh, manufacturing operation. But yeah, the tremendous growth we've been experiencing has made it necessary for us to move into this bigger facility, which is nice. Like the office side of this building, I'm in the building now, so, uh, you know, looking around, but the office side's fantastic. First class facilities in all areas. And it's really been just an amazing stroke of good fortune that we moved right now that we've been able to kind of keep it operating and spread people out, you know, to keep our team members safe and continue to kind of try to meet this giant demand that we've got going on. And, you know, it's really been been good for us. We hope it's not the last facility we ever build. We hope, you know, we hope that this one we we outgrow in not that long. So hopefully that's our trajectory. You bring up a good point too. And I think, you know, again, there's a lot of confusion with people for me in the day job, right? So, you know, head of marketing for the Americas. Yes, we're a Japanese company from origin, but we are a U.S. subsidiary branch of seven branches globally. So I tell everybody, oh, I don't work in Japan. I just work for a Japanese company. And, you know, we have aspirations to get to 100 million here in the Americas. But since July 1st, 2015, as Kogane has been growing into every industry sector, the companies that we collaborate with in making future designs, making things smaller in size, lighter in weight, portability being the focus, there are challenges for manufacturers being located in the USA and manufacturing in the USA, not just from a globalization standpoint that we all know from a cost of operation, cost of goods sold. We also, even with your significant success that you guys have had year over year, you're not immune to the COVID-19 battle either, as you had just mentioned. Safety being a top concern for all of your employees, all, you know, everybody that you guys serve. Can you talk a little bit about then the fact that I do give you guys credit that you do manufacture in the U.S., but it is difficult. And kind of talk about those challenging times, especially trying to scale during a pandemic. Yeah, for sure. It's super important for us to continue to manufacture in the U.S. The big mission of this company is to provide quality jobs, solid jobs, reliable jobs for the community that we're located in. And and that part of our mission is kind of non-negotiable. And so you're right, it comes with challenges. 
one of the big challenges, of course, is always going to be maintaining a consistent and quality labor pool. We've actually done a, a good job, we feel like, of influencing that by, by really taking a hard look at, at our culture and, and what our culture really is, not what we, the mission statement might say it right. is or whatever it is. We look at it as, when we look at culture, we, we look at describing what our culture honestly is and then trying to improve it and, and setting out to make that better. And that's been a way that we've dealt with some of the challenges. Of course, like you mentioned, you know, we're going through this COVID-19 pandemic and we're experiencing demand that is sometimes in some months, in the last four months has been about 3x what what we're used to yeah. and scaling scaling to meet that in a US manufacturing facility <laughs> is significantly challenging. And so it's meant that, you know, in my role in marketing, we've actually taken a whole bunch of our resources that traditionally would be dedicated to product marketing and brand marketing and kind of just pointed them at, at hiring and, and trying to really refine uh, how we hire, how we uh, recruit, how we retain, how we train. All of those things have become first priorities for us. That's really, in a lot of my experience at least, what's necessary for U.S. manufacturing companies is that you have a very well-organized, very well-funded, a very well-put-together recruiting, retention, and, and training program. We use a lot of the methodologies. Uh, you know, you mentioned you're with a Japanese company, and you know it's really popular in manufacturing. Obviously, to, to oh, yeah. take a lot of the Japanese philosophies and, and kind of apply them to manufacturing, and we find it necessary to modify those to fit our specific workforce and mm -hmm. and our specific culture. Which doesn't mean that most of those are good, solid manufacturing philosophies, but but sometimes you get you have to adapt them to who your people really are and, and what they care about and and what's important to them. And so for us, culture and training has been just a super big initiative that is is, you know, paying some some fruits but still presents a lot of challenge. And then we know in the political climate today and, and with a lot of what's going on, sometimes, man, it's just been hard to kind of be more attractive than the the additional uh, unemployment benefits that are out there and, and that kind of thing and so we're working hard to try to do all that but yeah it's been been a challenge for sure you know some other things too that i want to talk about going back to messaging so this will be a little gift as you said from a manufacturing standpoint you know everybody wants to look at kaizen and kanban systems for mrp and you know really optimizing your costs and your efficiency but there's another japanese word that i'll share with you that i really value uh, here at kogane and, and it became very apparent to me in working with some of the biggest brands in the world when they've worked with our engineering team and you can't sell it, but the word's called Omo Tenashi. And basically, the English conversion is relentless in customer service. And that is probably the biggest thing is, and I even have it right here. You know, this is my Watson's booklet that I got. Yeah. The thing that I really was most impressed through this whole process was even after the sale, the availability that I had and the support and the relentless customer service that Bullfrog supplied me you know, without knowing that I was this business manufacturing podcast guy, you guys treated me tremendously well. And, and I hope that that's a reflection of, again, the messaging and the training to have that consistency that no matter what dealer you go to, 
They're well-versed in understanding what makes the product different. They understand the value stream that you guys offer, you know, and I'll say it here. You guys have a goal to create peaceful lives. And I have to believe that, of course, you do that with the product, but you also want to make sure that that experience of the purchase is also peaceful and clearly understood and communication is there. And even from the literature to the face-to-face interaction, that was really well recognized from me. So again, kudos to you guys. I want to ask you, you know, from a marketing standpoint, because we all have friends and I'm going to say this now while we're on the call. So as I had mentioned to you, I played college football. There is uh, one of my best friends. Uh, his name is Tony Scheffler. He was a heck of an NFL tight end. And he likes to harass me because uh, I told him I got a bullfrog and I was bragging it up. And I even told you that, you know, my girlfriend's family, I convinced them the value of the bullfrog. Tony had found, I think it's a fake and a phony review and everything's on these star systems and stuff. But really, you know, from a marketing standpoint, how are you at Bullfrog getting the message out in terms of, you know, I don't want to say referrals, but, you know, do you guys seek to get, you know, feedback or stories from actual customers? And how do you kind of build upon you know, letting people know what people are saying? In any industry, really, but but especially with these high consideration purchases like a hot tub, yeah, your word of mouth and referral marketing is going to be by far your most effective. And yeah. so, so yeah, we... We take a lot of pride in the fact that our brand is actually is actually a brand that people know and recognize. And what happens with a bullfrog spot, luckily, and we're glad that this happens, we've measured it to some degree with, with surveying and things like that, is that somebody buys a bullfrog spot, they know they bought a bullfrog spot. Somebody buys most other brands of hot tub, and they know they bought a hot tub. <laughs> and, right. We're pretty intense about how important our brand is and how important it is that people know that they own a Bullfrog Spa so that they become brand ambassadors. And it just, it's, it's kind of a natural outflow. Now, there are a lot of things we do tactically as, as well to try to encourage reviews, to try to handle negative reviews, which are going to happen. Like we tackle those head on and, and know that, yes, not everybody's experience is going to be perfect and we, as much as we want to make it perfect, yeah. we try to make sure that we're responsive and transparent to all that, to anything that happens like that. But so I have a good story about this, actually. Like we've got to reviews. you know, I came from the world of digital marketing and we've yeah. got to reuse software where people can submit reviews on bullfrogspaws.com site. Several years back when I was really pushing to get that implemented and turned on on our site, you know, we had people are in the executive suite kind of asking, well, you know, are we sure we want to do that? Because, you know, what if a lot of negative reviews happen? And and I just said, I don't think we've got anything to worry about. And we turned it on and, you know, it just like we didn't, we didn't have much to worry about. Yeah. Do we get an occasional negative one? Of course. But, but we just didn't have that much to worry about. It's a real real testament to how much people are appreciate our brand and appreciate the product and the, the product quality that we insist on and all of that. So it's been good. And I'm just kidding because, you know, I mean, Tony being a fellow teammate, he always razzes me on everything I do. So <laughs> I just, I joke around with him and I said, listen, when I have them on the podcast, I will, 
call you out and say that if you behave and if Bullfrog Spaz is ever looking for a former NFL legend, maybe if you play your cards right, I could get you introduced and become a brand ambassador. So I just want to give him a quick little shout out and a jab. So for the future with Bullfrog today and what you guys are looking at for the balance of the year, maybe not necessarily from a marketing standpoint, maybe innovation. And again, everything is I would say virtual at this point. So not going to be holding open houses out there. But is there any, I guess, ideas? And I don't want you to give away any secret sauce. But is there anything that maybe is coming up that you guys are starting to think about of just to, again, be creative and maybe just, again, some ideas or things that you guys are going to be doing to building upon your success from here on out? So technology's kind of been one of our go-to <laughs> yeah. marketing uh, tactics. And we're developing things like augmented reality. It's available on our site now. So if you want to see a, a hot tub in your backyard uh, and you have any kind of a reasonably new smartphone, you can you can go to our site and you can pop a hot tub in your backyard, take a look at it. It shows up. It's a 3D model, but it, but it looks the exact same size that, are, that the actual model would be. You can see that in your hot tub. That's awesome. We're developing a lot of that kind of stuff. We have we have tools that we've developed for our dealers where they can do virtual reality product demonstrations in their showrooms. Mm-hmm. For us, that retail customer experience is super critical to our future success. And, and we're really invested in this dealer channel. We love our dealer partners. They are honest, hardworking, small businesses, kind of the engine of the economy in a lot of a lot of respects. And and uh, so we're, we try hard to provide them with the tools to create experiences so that when somebody walks into a Bullfrog Spas dealer and showroom, like they experience something different than they might experience walking into just any old hot tub store. But that's a big challenge. The range of our dealer network is pretty wide. It can go from real small kind of family-owned mom-and-pop shops to something more like you might have experienced at like a Watson's, which is kind of a mid-box, you know, retail operation that's really dialed and has a lot of different products. And so we've got to kind of accommodate and create experiences that apply to all of those different retailers. And so, yeah, that retail channel is important, but we're going to keep pushing. Technology is kind of our thing. We like a lot of the augmented and and virtual reality stuff, you're going to see more from us in those areas. That's a lot of fun. That's awesome, Jake. So again, because this is my podcast, I promised Melinda and her team, Watson's in Portage, Michigan, with Bullfrog on the line, you have done a fantastic job. Keep up the good work. And uh, maybe Bullfrog will reach out to Watson's and give them a virtual high five. You know, you guys do sell through dealers throughout the Americas. So if people want to physically see them, they just need to go on to your website to get information. Yep, yep just bullfrogspas.com. There are located dealer links pretty much everywhere. You can find one right at the top of the page or wherever you look. And yeah, you can find the nearest dealer to you just by entering a zip code in North America or postal code code in Canada. Lots of showrooms around uh, North America, several in other countries as well around the world. Wonderful. So if any of you want to learn about having a peaceful life and living like this host (laughs) on the Where's Willie podcast and get yourself a bullfrog spot. I'm super relaxed today. I am so relaxed. It started this morning. (laughs) So if anybody wants to learn anything more about bullfrog spas, go to bullfrogspas.com, correct? 
Correct. And then if anybody wants to reach out to you, so as I mentioned, and you've seen in some of the expansion of the podcast reach, you know, we just recently partnered with the legend, Mr. Jeffrey Hazlett, former CMO of Kodak, chairman of the C-Suite Network, avid outdoorsman. Within the network, they own C-Suite Radio. So now the Where's Willie podcast is a part of that network. There are a lot of C-Suite executives that love the outdoors. So... You have a pretty unique background, you know, separate from the marketing and everything you do at Bullfrog. And I'm just going to tell you that I invite you and your C-suite to learn more about the C-suite network because you guys probably know a lot of the people, especially being out west where you're at. But as far as your experience, how has your love for outdoors just helped you build relationships and appreciation of... Because the one thing I've found about people that have that interest as a hobby whether you're fishing, whether you're you know, uh, into hunting or conservation, the consistency really is that, you know, the love of the land and the conservation. But I guess for you, has there been any kind of learning lessons or things that you've been able to take from the love and passion you have to business? And do you kind of see how they would coexist or there's some similarities between the two? Yeah, for sure. I came from a challenging industry in outdoors hospitality, and it was both instructive from as a general manager of a, of a lodge and a lodging organization with several lodges, you end up having to market really hard. Yeah. Right? So, so I did get pretty well versed in it, in that life. But one thing that you start to really value in your life when you spend a lot of time outdoors, you spend a lot of time just kind of in nature is our experiences. Yeah. And, you know, it's one thing that I, that I recognize about a lot of my friends and associates who, who have, some of the same passions that I do about outdoors is that so they kind of really recognize what a good experience looks like. And you end up pretty focused on in business on creating quality experiences. And just I don't know what else about the outdoors, but it just seems like people like outdoors are real grounded people and and have a tendency to not over romanticize like the outdoors, but actually use it as real kind of grounding influence in their life. And that's what I kind of like. I, I've spent a lot of time in the outdoors and it's still a great place to escape. Whether it's that or it's whatever it is in your life, everybody needs some kind of an influence that keeps them grounded and keeps them kind of real with, with themselves and other people. You hit the nail on the head. Experience over products. I think too many times, especially in marketing, and I see it. I saw it when I made the original transition into marketing, and I was so focused on the features and benefits. And then you just, through a little bit of maturity, you know, falling on your face, you realize, you know, it's not that. It's about listening to what those that you serve want and leveraging that as being the focus to build that experience, whether it's a purchase, transaction, the life cycle of having your brand or service. And that really is, like I said, the best answer. If anybody wants to connect with you, learn about your leadership, marketing, learn about some of the amazing things that you've done in the outdoors, or just connect with you and learn how to train an English setter. Are you on social media personally? And then what's the best way that you would suggest people to connect with you? LinkedIn is going to be your best way to connect with me from a business perspective. I am there just under uh, Jake Ricks. Uh, just look me up. You'll find me there. You know, I have Twitter and Instagram and those those mostly have fish pictures. So if you want to look at fish pictures, you can find me there. And, and that would just be that my handle there is Fishy Jake. So okay. if you want to look at a bunch of, <laughs> bunch of fish pictures, you can see a lot of that there as well. 
Jake, I want to thank you so much for being a guest of the Where's Willie podcast. As always, I want to thank all of you for tuning in. If you're a first-time listener, I invite you to jump over to the Leader of Business podcast, the C-Suite Radio, iTunes, iHeartRadio, or wherever you get your podcast and hit the subscribe button. And don't forget to leave a rating, a good rating, and review of my show so I can work to give you more of what you want to hear in the world of manufacturing, leadership, and everyday life. If you are in manufacturing and you have a story that you want to share and be a guest of the show, the process is simple. Go to whereswilliepodcast.com and request to be a guest of the show. My producer, Linda Hopler, will work with you and your team to get you registered and scheduled. All guests are free to the show, and we look forward to sharing your story with our listeners. Jake Ricks, Bullfrog Spies, I thank you all so much for being a guest. Yeah, thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Thank you for tuning in to the Where's Willie show. For more information on future shows, please visit Where'sWillyPodcast.com or follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Where's Willie Podcast and on Twitter at Where's Willie P-O-D. Thank you all so much. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.